0: I don't even need to use uh, filters or anything. I can just lie to them with words. You know, on Tinder, I say crazy things like I'm a male feminist. You know what I mean? Like, saying I'm a male feminist is like a woman.
1: Zero. well
2: of my books I don't like Marxists complaining about my looks I don't like Castro insulting members of my sex Leftists insisting we got the mystic fix I don't like capitalists selling me gasoline coke Multinationals burning smoke big corporation take over media mine I don't like the top that are robbing Guatemala banks blind I don't like it. the KGB gulag concentration camps I don't like the Maoist Cambodian death dance 15 million were killed by Stalin the terrorist war revolution forevermore i don't like anarchists screaming love is free i don't like the cia they killed john kennedy paranoid tanks sit in prague and hungary but i don't like how the revolution paid for by the cia tyranny in Turkey or Korea, 1980. I don't like right-wing death squad democracy. police state, Iran, Nicaragua, yesterday. They say fair to young people, secret police off of me. The bloody iron curtain of American military power Is a mirror image of Russia's red babble tower Jesus Christ was spotless but was crucified by the mob Law and Order Herod's hired soldiers did the job our power's fine but innocence has got no protection Our John Lennon had a hero-worshipper's connection. The moral of this song is that the world is in a horrible place. Scientific industry devours the human race. Police in every country are moon gas and TV. Secret masters everywhere bureaucratized for you and me. Together build the lower class rage. Propaganda murder manipulates the upper class stage. Can't tell the difference between a turkey and a provocateur. If you feel confused, the government's in there for sure. mind like America I've given you all and now I'm nothing America two dollars and twenty seven cents January 17th
1: And the bells all ring and the horns all blow and the couples we know are fondly kissing Will
0: I be with you or will I be among the missing? Maybe it's much too
3: just the same, what are you doing, New
0: Year's, New Year's year. wonder whose arms will hold you good and tight, when it's exactly twelve o'clock that night.
3: suppose I'd ever
0: be the one you chose out of a thousand invitations.
4: Love fans, we're here. <coughs> came through a slight technological problem, technical problem today, but came through it all. We're alive and well and talking to you right here. Labor and Love Radio, Or we tell you how it is. If one person gets a dollar they didn't work for, someone else worked for a dollar they didn't get. Remember, you don't have a seat at the table, at the negotiating table, that is where you work. You're on the menu. And never but never let anyone into your heart who is not a friend of labor. And when I say labor, I mean you, because that's what they call us in those high-rise, Corporate castles were labor. We don't have names. So we started out with our first uh, set there. Miles Davis sort of covered us through the uh, minimal crisis with Kind of Blue. Then we went to Sixto Rodriguez to play Sugar Man. By now, we all know the story of Sixto Rodriguez, how he worked in and around Detroit as sort of a folk rock guy. Career never went anywhere. One night, uh, some of his daughters were listening online to a South African station. And there was Sixto didn't even know he was still alive his song Sugar Man when we played for you there became a huge hit and Sixto was resuscitated returned to the living Sugar Man Allen Ginsberg playing with I believe the Tom Petty Orchestra towards the end of his sojourn here on earth Ginsberg Started to record rock and roll songs and and put his poems into uh, that genre, and it worked. Capital Air was one of the results. Finally, the first lady of song, Ella Fitzgerald. What are you doing New Year's Eve? What are you doing tonight? You're gonna be with someone you love. At least if you can't be with them, call them up, text them, let them know that you're there and that you still love them. They say that what we're doing on New Year's Eve becomes what we're doing all year long. I don't believe that, but to all of you who are having a good time, may you have a happy and healthy New Year. And those of you who are not. Well, what do we got here today? We've got uh, labor notes. We've got a Mexican song celebrating the new year, No Olvido El Año Viejo. Big Descent, Descent Magazine. The biggest stories of Descent Magazine for them. Twenty twenty-two year. What is Kristen Sinema's side hustle from the Bituation? Biggest labor stories from in these times. Maybe some more six talk? Some more songs? Okay. it's been 7 months
0: since me my wife.
4: Okay, let's see what else we can get here. We can hear up. En Olvido el Año Viejo. Um, Tony Camargo. año viejo, no olvido el año viejo. Forget the old year because it brought me so many
0: I see you.
4: Well that was part of ABBA, ABBA's New Year's song. Abba's Happy New Year song. Happy New Year. <clears throat> what happened? What's going to happen in 2023? Labor Notes knows. Got an article here called Biggest Contracts Expiring in 2023. Negotiations will take place in 2023 for some of the biggest contracts in the labor movement, including at UPS and the Big Three automakers. Workers are hoping to take advantage of a tight labor market to reverse years of concessions and win big raises to help cope with inflation. New leaders in the Teamsters and potentially the auto workers have promised to put up a more aggressive fight. Teamsters contract covering UPS, package car drivers and warehouse workers, expires on July 31st. (coughs) New Teamsters president, Sean O'Brien, has promised the union will be ready for the first strike against the parcel giant since 1997. Days of concessions and walking all over our members are over, he said in August, kicking off the contract campaign. They won't extend negotiations by a single day. We'll either have a signed agreement that day or we will be hitting the pavement. Issues. Among the issues are execu- excessive overtime, low pay for short part-timers, subcontracting, driver-facing cameras, and ongoing harassment by supervisors. There's a target on two-tier. Already infesting UPS facilities, two-tier was expanded in 2018 to create an underclass of package car drivers. Contract was so unpopular that the old Teamster leaders could impose it only by invoking an undemocratic two thirds to reject rule. That language was repealed in the 2021 convention. The big three automakers, their contracts expire on September 14th. Among the things in negotiation will be two-tier wages and benefits. New hires start at just $17 an hour and get a 4 k okay instead of a pension and winning back-to-back cost-of-living adjustments. Job security will also be a major issue as the industry shifts to electric vehicle production. Postal Contracts May 20th, 200,000 city letter carriers. Postal workers, the nation's largest union workforce, are split among four unions. Understaffing is secure. Letter carriers are working till long after dark, a few days off. New hires start on a lower tier and are made to work Sundays delivering for Amazon. Turnover is high. This is the year to defeat two tier. Postal workers say the postal service is so desperate that in some areas it's already hiring straight into tier one. And high-profile contract battles against two tier at UPS and the big three could put wind in the labor sails. Letter carrier strike is highly unlikely though. Not only because it's illegal, which didn't stop the Great Postal Strike of 1970, but also because this is not a union that mobilizes. Last year around there was no survey on bargaining priority. Never mind rallies or shop floor action. There are more as well. Caterpillar on March 1st, 2021 John Deere strike where workers won immediate 10% raises and preserved the pension for new hires will likely serve as an inspiration. Caterpillar has virtually fought its unions for 30 years. Company is already training managers and has begun fearmongering, fear-mongering campaign in case of a strike. United Electrical Workers, June 9th, covering manufacturing in Erie, Pennsylvania. GE, three thousand members. Locals and General Electric manufacturing facilities fire on June 18th. They make jet engines, tins, among other things. Airlines, UTLA, members of the United Teachers of Los Angeles have been working under an expired contract since June are pushing for a 20% raise over two years, smaller classes, and less standardized testing. 30,000 teachers at the nation's second largest school district struck for nine days in 2019. Winning class size reductions and a commitment from the district to provide a nurse in every school and a librarian in all middle New York teachers, 110,000 strong, are also working under an expired contract. Teachers in Portland, Oregon are gearing up. Their agreement expires in June. So let's talk a little bit about the main issues here. One that keeps coming up is the pension. Why is everyone so worried about a pension? And why is why do the companies want to take it away and substitute it with a 401k plan? <clears throat> it boils down to this. A pension is a defined benefits instrument. In other words, you're told you work your 30 years or 40 years or whatever it is, and you accrue your money, you are guaranteed a certain income every month. From hell or high water, you're going to get that fine benefit. The other kind, the companies that, the ones that the companies want you to have is called a defined income program. I'm sorry, not a defined income In other words, it's money that you contribute, defined contribution program. What happens in a defined contribution is that your money is taken out as you work and you're, a certain amount of it goes into this fund, but the fund is not guaranteed. Your money is basically put into the stock market and other investments. And if they have a good year, you'll get a good benefit. But if they have a bad year, like happened 2008, 9, 10, Your money is at risk. If the stock market goes down, your money goes down. So that's the difference. That's why workers want pensions. They know how much they're going to get. They can plan on, you know, living the rest of their life with that amount as opposed to a defined contribution where you get... Good money, if the market does well and if the market does poorly, their benefit is minimized. That's why so many people are so nervous about the stock market. It's not because they have invested their money in it. They have invested their money in people who invest money supposed to know what they're doing. Will the market go down again? Of course it will. Of course it will. And there goes your money. The other thing that seems to be popping up is the two-tier plan. What's a two-tier plan? Look it up here. Employers' practice, increasingly widespread since the early 1980s, usually invoking flexibility of grandfathering current union employees at previous higher wage rates and subjecting all new hires to a lower rate. Okay, so if you've got your seniority, you'll get a higher rate. But if you're just getting hired and beginning your career, you begin at a lower rate than what the others the others begin. General result is growing tension between veteran workers and younger employees in the union because the latter are doing essentially the same work, at lesser pay. Although some unions have been forced to accept a two-tiered system under threat of plant closings and no work at all, labor leaders have denounced the system as a subtle form of union busting. So well, there it is, of course. If you're a young man and you're just beginning to work at our company, I'm an older worker, maybe I started at $10 an hour been doing working all this time, so I'm up to twenty dollars. Whereas you will start as the lower tiered worker, you will start at eight dollars a net. After you work as many years as I've worked, you might get seventeen or eighteen instead of twenty. Why is this union busting? Well. <laughs> You're not going to feel the same towards me if you know I'm making the same money or the same work as you are. I'm making more money than you are. Same work. All these things are ways to divide people. This is the ultimate aim of of, uh, bosses. I want you to resent me. The Democrats uh, ran a guy for governor several years back who came out saying union union members are spoiled. Union members are pampered. They're an elite, and the reason was what he was doing was he was trying to divide the lower tier. trying to divide union workers from workers whose work is not covered by collective bargaining. Let's see. Here's the article on pensions. In a labor context, a fixed amount other than wages paid at regular intervals to a retiree or surviving, the mainstay of the benefits portion of most labor contracts for at least the past half century, pensions are almost always a negotiated item and administered jointly by union and management. Often esoteric formulas, rates of payment, terms of eligibility spelled out in the contract or in the case of a holy company administered payment, such as employee stock option payment, referred to in the text. The term pension goes back to the 14th century, meaning the way out, paying out, or payment. So, if you're lucky, you got a pension. You're not quite as lucky. You have something called 401k or tax-free deduction. Okay. um, What else? Companies to, of course, want to move where the labor is cheapest if they can. Um, other issues that are always at stake are health care. All of a sudden, several years ago, workers woke up and realize, why the hell shouldn't I have health care? 78% of people felt that health care was a right. Of course, Mr. Obama didn't go along with that. Mr. Obama gave up the ghost right at the very beginning by taking single-payer off. What about airlines? A lot of airlines in the news. Five unions at United Airlines, including the flight attendants, Sheenus, airline pilots, and the Teamsters, and the Union of Flight Dispatchers, just announced that they have formed a new coalition to coordinate bargaining. Pilots overwhelmingly rejected a contract. One more thing I'd like to uh, check, but... Three years Otis Redding and Carla Thomas. See if we can get Otis Redding on here.
2: If you're struggling to lose
4: Since he got rich, he has changed. I'm thinking about leaving him. Anyway, the important thing I want to tell you is this. In those days when you were very drunk or sleeping all the time and I left you, I was pregnant. I didn't tell you because all you cared about was yourself and your problems. We're not going to be a good father. I could not raise one child and take care of you too. Yes, Luis, you, not Raul, are the father of Christina. He doesn't know who the father is, but he knows it is not him. And I think it really bothers him. Luis, you are still young. You can still be a good la- lawyer and live a good life. I hope you do. Juana. Luis closed the letter and put it in his pocket. Five glasses of tequila were right there in front of him. Arturo was waving a bottle in his face. Hey, Luis, have a big drink. What's the matter, buddy? Why are you crying? Luis looked at him and at all the men in the cantina. Then he stood up. No, Arturo, no, I don't want a drink. Goodbye and he walked out of the container into the open air. Even though he was crying inside, he felt really good. The yeah. Okay, so that was our Christmas story. Santa the bum. Hope you liked it. We're going to have to get out of here right away. Coming right up is flat black plastic. And Kaori Muraji. Wishing you all a happy new year. (laughs)
0: Maybe. <laughs>